welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. Uh, we were talking before the podcast, and you shared with me a, a topic and an incident that was so off-brand for us, I thought, we've got to talk about this. <laughs> People, our longtime listeners might be shocked by this. We, we aim to shock and to please. So uh, the story I had was about a client of mine who uh, is trying to make a fairly large organizational change. Think of uh, agile adoption and those sorts of things. And uh, they, they uh, had some resistance in part of the organization. There was uh, some, some folks who, who really were not ready for the, the change that the technology team was leading. Uh, and you can imagine the kind of change that, that I might be involved in, in helping to facilitate. And uh, that, that wasn't going as well as it could. And then I found myself saying something completely shocking, which we're about to commit to tape. So uh, you, you guys all have blackmail <laughs> material now. You can, you can uh, play it back to me and say, you, you claimed this once. Uh, but what I told them to do was to stop having conversations. <laughs> which is which is so against our normal advice <laughs> exactly yeah we should have i should have told everybody you know sit down before before i say the next sentence because if you're used to the past 209 episodes of troubleshooting agile we're always telling people that they should have more conversations be more transparent be curious about what other people think and here i was uh, uh, blithely telling my client to, to stop having conversations with this part of the organization that was resistant, that didn't want to be part of the, the, the change they were making. Uh, but uh, I really thought that was the right thing to do. I checked it with you, Jeffrey, and you, you agreed with me, so uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, if we can explain that here. Uh, but the, the, the thinking was that the, 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 they had had the difficult conversation. They had been really transparent about why they were making the change, what the benefits would be, how uh, these particular agile techniques would really help uh, with problems that the organization had, including this part of the organization. And uh, if you've ever seen a five-year-old kind of running around with hands over ears saying, la, 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 that was the experience they were having <laughs> from the, the other party. Uh, there was no response there that was uh, helping them to understand a, a, a legitimate need that needed to be addressed or um, uh, uh, anything that they could be more transparent about. Uh, there was just a fundamental disagreement. This part of the organization really wanted to do things in the way they had been doing it. It worked well for them. It helped them meet their targets. I, I couldn't argue with that. That that was good for them. It just didn't appear to be good for the entire organization. And the organization had spent a bunch of money on me to bring me in to help with the change to these more agile methods. So there was a there was at least one signal that suggested that there was money to be made from moving to this um, uh, uh, different direction. So my advice was uh, stop having these conversations, stop going back and forth, stop being in the loop and uh, repeatedly uh, listening carefully and being transparent, all the things we've been practicing, stop doing that. And, and after they picked themselves up off their chair, their chairs, they, they said, Squirrel, are you sure you feel okay? And, um, <laughs> I said, yeah, really, really I do. And, and they said, how do we do that? Uh, so then I went into that. But I'm, I'm just curious, Jeffrey, is this the advice you would have given? How would, how would you have put it? Absolutely. And I, I think it's really interesting to get to how, but let's, let's, let's leave that to, to first talk about why. Because we do tell people to have the conversation. And one of the things we often talk about is that, or at least certainly I, when we talk about having a, a difficult conversation, and I often say a mutual learning conversation, the, the goal that I tell people is that, you, you know, you, you can't uh, aim for agreement. And it's nice when it happens, 
But there's no guarantee that two groups of people are going to come together and in the end agree. It often occurs, but not always. So that's not really the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation for mutual learning terms is they will understand our reasoning and we'll understand theirs. Now, in this case, you, you know, you describe the people as being la la la, but let's 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 steel man this. Let's say that the other you know uh, people showed up, were responsible in the conversation, had legitimate concerns. And so basically it was a case of both parties coming in and, and sharing, you know, uh, in, in good faith, here's how I see things and here's how I see things. And they both explain their reasoning intent and all the evidence and all the reasoning. But fundamentally at the end, they just don't agree. And that's, that's fine. Like that's just human. There's no reason <laughs> that you, we should expect Indeed. people to agree, even when they have all the same evidence. And, and that's a strength, not a weakness. And, and I'm being a little unfair. I was, I was giving the, um, uh, my my clients, the people I'm coaching, I was giving their view of how the other uh, group was was behaving. I suspect if I went and talked to them, they would not perceive themselves as saying "la la la." We won't understand. Um, and and um, I suspect they're right. Uh, I think they they had just drawn a different conclusion from the same facts, and they had access to all the information that the folks I'm coaching, the people on the tech team, had. And uh, they uh, they had heard that they they had listened to it, and their response was sounding like la 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 was in fact um, look this just doesn't work for us we we want to do it this way this is what will help the business and they they had really strong um, arguments as they appeared to them the arguments were things about survival of the company we we won't be here we can't trade we can't make money if if we don't do things this way so it's very nice that you want to do all this cool agile stuff nice to nice to have i'm sure it makes you feel good but what we actually have to do over <laughs> here is the stuff that will keep the board happy and let us make money and and keep the investors on board and that was a, a reasonable position i can see that i, I didn't agree with it um, but uh, I could see that their reasoning and the way they were presenting it uh, was was very sensible um, from their point of view. And and so that's the thing. And so and now I, the kind of frustration that people might have that might make you feel like the people are just going la la la. You're like, look, I've repeated my arguments <laughs> and they still don't agree, mm -hmm. and I'm right. And this is the signal. This is the symptom. Exactly. But believing that you're right, but believing that people should be convinced. It's only frustrating if you have the expectation that other people should eventually come to see it the same way you do. And so if you find yourself repeating the argument again and again, that's exactly what they said. They said, oh, we repeated it so many times. We did what you said, Squirrel. We were transparent and curious, and then we were transparent and curious again, and then we were transparent and curious again. Like, what, what are we supposed to do? How can we be even more transparent and curious? I said, stop. It's not working. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and this is the point, is that consensus is not always possible. Agreement is not always possible. And if we try to hold ourselves to the view that we only move ahead, we only make changes when everyone agrees, uh, I think that you're handicapping yourself. And, and like that, you're in the, in the, ultimately, you're abdicating responsibility for your own position and your own professional judgment if you're unwilling to move ahead in your area that you've been you know, granted authority to make decisions. If, if you refuse to do that, you're abdicating responsibility. And, and that to me is when it comes down to when it's time to say, it seems like we're not gonna agree on this, um, but ultimately this is, this is my uh, area of responsibility. I've, I've heard your concerns and let me test them. Let me say them back to you. Validate that I understand. Yep, I understand your concerns. Here's why I see it differently. It's my decision ultimately 
It may be the wrong decision. We'll we'll find out. But this is the decision I'm going to make. Oh my God, Jeffrey! They 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 might be really unhappy about that. They might scream yeah. and yell and tell me that my decision's terrible and going to doom the company and put put us out of business. Absolutely, they 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 might do that. And it, and and you you know obviously if you're making this decision, if you're taking this step, as opposed to escalating to someone else. But ultimately, there's going to be a decision maker who's going to have to decide. And so when it comes down to the if, if you are the decision maker. This is this is your call now. If you if you want to, you know, other people might be not be comfortable with that. If it's not clearly your decision, then the role is to escalate. You say, well, we don't agree. How do we make this decision? And then you might find some place to escalate it. But if it's clearly within your remit, then then I don't recommend escalating. I recommend uh, instead radiating your intent, telling people, look, I've made this decision. We've had this conversation. Here's what I intend to do. And then move ahead. Now that the other people might choose to escalate it, and it might not move ahead, but make the decision, radiate the intent, and 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 go. And this is true. Uh, uh, when I, as I mentioned the advice process, this is a model where anyone in a company can make any decision as long as they've taken input from everyone affected by the decision or relevant knowledge. So, in other words, you need to be genuine here in sort of seeking alternate points of view seeking other other sources of information and incorporating all that information in your decision. But ultimately, it's your responsibility to make the decision, radiate your intent, and then and then act. And uh, in, in the actual situation uh, with, with my clients, what I advised was something that's actually in between those two, because the, the situation is one where uh, others have brought me in to help them. Uh, they're on board with the, the change that we want to make. Um, and so uh, I, I taught them something which I will now teach listeners, but I have to get everyone's promise. So so put your hand over your heart <laughs> promise that well, if you use this technique, you will definitely mention that you are being annoying because this technique <laughs> is annoying. However, it's very effective if you make sure to point out that you know you're being annoying um, and, and you're sorry about that, but you, you, you still need to. Uh, and the technique is very simple. Uh, all you say is... Um, Look, I clearly disagree. I look forward to, that's the key phrase, I look forward to um, hearing what uh, happens when, when you escalate that, so when you take it to person X, uh, because in this situation there was a person X that, that it would be natural to go to um, who, who might make an adverse decision, a decision that's not what my, my, uh, the people I'm coaching would like to see. Um, and uh, that might be the right decision. The person might have more information than all of us, or might be the, the better position to make that decision. That would be fine. So you really do look forward to it. Uh, but of course, if you just say, well, I look forward to hearing what happens when you take this to so-and-so, boy, does that sound condescending and annoying. So you, you have to follow <laughs> it by saying, look, I'm not trying to be annoying with that. I know it sounds that way, but my intention is just to genuinely communicate that, that this sounds like the end of the road. Uh, no more transparency and curiosity here. Um, we, we've got all that. We disagree, and and I'm I'm going to go ahead, and uh, I, I uh, in, invite you to to consider a different option. And of course, sometimes people fold at that point and they don't escalate. That's that's also fine, uh, and sometimes they do. 
So uh, I'm very curious. That this is a live situation, so uh, maybe I'll report back another time on how it how it pans out. But uh, <laughs> I'm confident that the method that uh, that I've advised here uh, should at least bring an end to the endless looping and the, se- the search for consensus and allow the company to make a decision, uh, which is going to be a heck of a lot better than um, uh, waiting uh, to, to wait, waiting for these folks who are on opposite sides, who really understand each other, who have drawn different conclusions ever to come to, uh, to a conclusion. Um, there's going to be uh, some some very warm places that become very cold before uh, before that happens. <laughs> but uh, you know, one thing that you did say there is like you said, it's an end to transparency and curiosity. I, I would say you're not giving yourself quite enough credit because you are saying part of part of it here is look, I think I've heard your reasoning and I've tested it with you, and you agree. I understand. Well, if there's if you, there's other things I'm missing. <laughs> I'd, I'm still open I'd, to hearing. You'd still it. be willing to hear them. Very good point. That's, yes, that's, absolutely that's, true. That's right. And, and you're transparent. But in what, what I'm, your I'm not going are. to continue to pursue understanding your point of view unless you tell me something different. That that's what you're drawing an end to. Exactly. We're, we're not gonna, just because we disagree doesn't mean we're going to have another meeting to continue discussing. Yes. Now I really like that. If there's nothing new, <laughs> there's no reason to have further meetings. And and that's and that's really when you're drawing. For me, is where the time to draw the line. There we go. Okay, I think that's the that's the pull quote for the the, the tweet for this episode. If you if you <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I can say it again, but the uh, if, if just because you disagree is it doesn't mean that we need to have another meeting. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I like that, and I, I I may get that tattooed on my on my arm. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> listeners, if if you're considering a similar tattoo, or if you think that we're completely nuts and that uh, the search for consensus in this situation is a good idea, uh, we'd like to hear from you either way. Or if you're struggling with this situation and you're you're not sure how to say I look forward to without being annoying, um, hint you can't. Um, so, uh, if you're interested in any of those things, we like hearing from listeners. You can get in touch with us at agileconversations.com. There you'll find our Twitter and an email and lots of other ways to get in touch with us. Uh, our Slack channel. Um, um, free videos, um, uh, more podcast episodes than you can imagine. Can you believe we've done 209 of these? Um, so uh, uh, loads and loads of material at agileconversations.com. And of course, you can also come back here and listen to us again next week on Troubleshooting Agile. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Carl.